0: Everybody, and welcome to ISO Comics, the weekly comics report with Mike and Ming Broadcasting from the home of the comic book man, James Secret Stash My name is Ming Chen, sitting across from me is the only man in the entire universe who has not turned to Hydra He's been rebirthed, everybody, say hello to Michael Zapsix. What's hello. up
1: everybody? Hello. No, no Hail Hydra for me, but You buddy. sure
0: about that? I don't know I don't know. everyone's turning. Nah,
1: all the cool kids are doing it, but not me, well, buddy. The coolest not kid. Me. <laughs> I would
0: say arguably the coolest kid just did it.
1: You know what? Let's. Uh, you know what? We, we'll be talking about that. Let's talk about that. You want to just right go right now. into Let's it? In it. Okay. Because that was last week, and a lot of people have been like,
0: "Oh, what's, yeah, going, what's on? going on?" Yeah, we um we we were talking about we did we did kind of like a whole rebirth episode last week. So
1: yeah, well, we were uh, we glossed and over exhausted. We too,
0: glossed you know. over Steve Rogers, Captain America, issue one, but because pretty big I, issue.
1: Yeah, it was. A it was number one, hit, number one
0: hit pop culture pretty hard I would say hit the comic world pretty hard M- may have hit it harder than Rebirth did
1: I think so <laughs> although uh, it's one of those ones that you know people are like oh how dare you do that to Captain America right. Steve Rogers is holy god and you know what um yeah come on people do you really think that they're gonna t- that Marvel what? Comics will take their flagship character okay. Steve Rogers sure. Captain America sure. And turn him to Hydra. And think about this: How many times has he died and come back? Several, I believe. Right? Why wouldn't he show his true colors before this? Um, now let's put it. Well I guess
0: that's why we find out. So, if you haven't read it, last week a book came out called Steve Rogers, Captain America, Issue One, Number One. There's was a huge twist at the end, which we're spoiling right now because we're spoiling this. Came shit out, out last it. week. That
1: actually, I think CNN and MSNBC spoiled it before we did. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, maybe national the, news, the last
0: possibly worldwide
1: news. Yeah, the last panel has uh, Steve Rogers saying, Hail Hydra.
0: Yes, and, okay. and this is prefaced by a flashback scene of Steve Rogers when he was a kid. A bunch of flashback scenes. A bunch of flashback scenes. Uh, living with an abusive mother.
1: No, no, abusive father. The mom abusive, was great. Okay, Abusive
0: father, I'm sorry. Yeah, right? uh, his mother was in an abusive relationship. Thank you. And... Um, they, they, so Steve
1: Rogers' dad's a dick. He's a drunken Irish bum. He's a huge
0: dick. But there's one particular incident where they were both re- both rescued from a beating by a mysterious woman, right? Named Eliza, I believe. Okay. And she's help. She helps him out. Feeds them. Walks she's them back like home. Edith Keeler
1: from yeah. uh, Star Trek: City on the Edge of Forever. Oh my God, that was a, a Mark throwback. Mark Costello.
0: Yeah. And you know, they're like, "Well, why are you helping us?" Oh, I'm just a good person, but. Of course, no. There, there's no. There are no. There's free no lunch. free lunch. There's no free lunches in this world, my friend. And right before she parts ways with them, she's like, "Hey, I actually do have a
1: favor." Hands a track to uh, Sarah Rogers. Yes, and it's uh, hey. You might just be right for Hydra. Yeah. <laughs> Take this little quiz, right? So, um, you you get the setup. You do, and it's it's an easy way. It's the easy way out. Sure, for everybody. It's like you're. It's during the Depression or a little bit before. Mm-hmm. It's actually before the Depression, I think, where um, – I believe it might be – It might be during the Depression. It's entirely possible. I thought I saw possible. the year
0: 1929. Let me oh, see. Was it 29? Uh, uh, 1926. You're right. Right before. Yep. Right before the, before the Great the Depression.
1: Depression. And uh, people having trouble, especially the Irish. Mm-hmm. Irish were not really welcome here in America. No. <laughs> um, so this woman hands her a tract that says, uh, Is Hydra right for you? So it's you know let me put it to you this way. They we know that Steve Rogers grew up in trying times. Yes. And how you how a person's character is formed is not you know it's during the 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 long trying times. It's you're a product of your cracked. environment
2: for sure. You are,
1: Absolutely. but he never turned to to uh alcohol or you know, wife beaten no. like his dad did. He broke the cycle. Yeah. And it's it's one of those things that Steve Rogers is Captain America for a reason. It's it had nothing to do with the Super with,
0: Soldier Serum.
1: Had nothing to that do. with That just made him
0: stronger. It didn't. It didn't it, change his brain in any way.
1: Exactly. Well, yeah, it did. It made him a lot smarter. It made him okay. uh, Like tactically smarter. But it didn't smarter.
0: imbue him with the values. No, his values were as Captain America. Right. That's why we love him so much.
1: Exactly. And Kevin Smith had posted. Here's why you'll never see steve rogers as a hydra agent unless yes. it's like a faint unless it's it's one of those he's going deep undercover now you know what now he's got a taste for being a super so uh super spy sure since he uh you know was doing the the whole behind the scenes strategist thing when he got old
0: yeah when he lost so, his powers
1: yeah when he lost his when he lost his super soldier serum so yeah. boom um now it, he now he's a super spy and who is who's recruiting for hydra Baron Zemo? No, not Baron Zemo. Red Skull. Red Skull. The Red Skull, Mister Hy, well, Mister Nazi himself, and in the the cinematic universe, Mister Hydra. Right. Or, uh, I don't know, Baron Hydra. Yeah.
0: Well, we do meet. Baron Zemo is ragtag bunch of uh, scumbags. <laughs> sc- scum- and ragtag they are. Yes. <laughs> and one's got like a gambling debt. Right. And he's like, how much are we getting paid for
1: this? Yeah, exactly. And funny. anyone who does something for money is not somebody that you can count on. Yeah. You need to get. Uh, and that's what. Um, that's exactly what uh, the Red Skull is doing. He's going after the, the true believers, the people who are like, you know what? I'll, if I can make a better world. Killing myself is not a big deal. Right. And, you know. Uh,
0: Although, you know, if I have to be a racist scumbag along the way, so be. Right. Well, we. we He's a Nazi.
1: You see that on both sides of um, in our political Troom. climate right yeah. now. True. You see the people who are like, I, I want to build a wall around this country. We want we're, to be we're isolationists. Names.
0: You know what we're talking about. Exactly. And
1: <laughs> I'm not getting more political than no, this, for uh, God's you know. sakes. And you also see it on the other side, who are like, America's, you know, a pile of crap. Let's send wave after wave of jihadists after right. them, yeah. you know, with ISIS. And, you know, fuck ISIS, by the way.
0: Right. It's all so, over. Ne- not, it uh, not the it
1: Andrea Thomas ISIS. Kind of never
0: ends, no matter how. Long. Exactly.
1: You can't kill hate.
0: No, you can't. That, you whoa. can't
1: wage a war. Whoa. Waging Mike, a war on You can't yeah, kill you hate. You can't kill hate. The only thing that uh, can take out hate is love. Yeah. And... Uh, we're not about that right here right now yeah. we're we're about captain america sticking yeah. his fist where it it most certainly belongs so yes.
0: so you don't think he's turned you
1: don't no, think he's been not. a
0: hydra agent all along
1: no it's not just, at all absolutely it's before, not before though uh, yeah but they it's would seven before uh they could turn their flagship character into you know um an undercover hydra agent doubt it okay. i mean for Seventy-five if, years.
0: If, if Cap turns, who do we? I mean, who do we have left?
1: Really? No one. You got nobody. Tony Stark. Oh my god. Oh god. god He'd
0: he turn. Uh, he, uh, wave a beautiful woman, Hydra agent Yeah, exactly. Hydra no, he, and he's hell uh,
1: Yeah, exactly. He's Gary. Shannon. Oh god, hell Hydra. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. It's not that hard. No. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's 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 Gary <laughs> Shandling for sure,
1: yeah, uh, no doubt. Who, who's about listening it. at that point? Yeah. So anyway, well, um,
0: interesting, uh, interesting twist in the Marvel universe. Yes, and we've got I, a bunch I, of people and, out there, and I felt like it came out of nowhere, which is. Or,
1: those are the best kind of. Or plot do twists. you
0: think they timed it? Is this? Do you think they timed <sighs> this to coincide with rebirth and be like, huh? You think you think this is an event? Probably. This ain't an event. This.
1: Yeah, this yeah. is an event, but I hear Nick Spencer, the guy who wrote the the issue, is getting death threats. Which no, um, really, yeah,
0: for being a comic book writer, for yeah, trying to, to, uh,
1: for trying to tell an entertaining story, yeah. and it's like, oh my for god, who?
0: really? Who's threatening? Who
1: I have seen on the who? interwebs who? and Who's who anonymous, anonymous a comic book
0: writers' life,
1: anonymous a morons comic book
0: about costume superheroes. This is insane. This is. This this is unacceptable.
1: That's, of course it is, and I've this seen. This is people, idiotic. Of course, and I've seen people burn the issue of um, Steve Rogers, Captain America number one. There are people who are burning actually it. burning it, like the flag. Like burning it like books, like fucking Nazis did. I know,
0: they're, doing, they're being
1: the Red Skulls. They're, you're being well, they're, Nazis. They're the prime example. Do of you not get wrong? the irony here, people? Yeah, it is, oh my God. You saw,
0: really, there's stories about people burning this issue. Yeah,
1: Fahrenheit 451, the temperature yeah, right. at which wow. paper burns. Wow. This is so, uh, and I'm sitting here going, oh my God. it's that's, The irony is palpable. Yes, it is. So,
0: it, it's laughable. Yes, and you're becoming
1: is. what you hate.
0: Yeah, yeah, you really are.
1: So, I mean, oh can we God. at least wait for issue two? Yeah, insti- or- you've got Steve Rogers throwing Jack Flag out of a um airplane, a, moving, no. yeah, a
0: cargo plane. Yeah.
1: Moving cargo plane. Jack Flag's pretty tough, and I'm sure yeah, he you can can't survive fly, it. Can he well, fly? Yeah, but he can land. Okay, just like the rest of us. Sure. Uh, he'll probably. <laughs> you know what? You take one for the team. Uh, it could have been. It could have been a setup <laughs> from the beginning.
0: You just yeah, you never know, I guess.
1: And here's my point, people. Steve Rogers has been on the cusp of death. Ah, uh, God. Uh one, two, three. Like in my in my mind, in in the uh, in, in just in the past, like fifteen years, yes. at least four times. Okay. And by the cusp of death, I mean like the, shuffled off this mortal coil, yes, or so yes. we think. Yes. And he wouldn't have shown his true colors before this. You're right, one of them was at the hands of the Red Skull. Yeah, and he couldn't have been like, "Hey, I'm 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 one of you guys. Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah, don't, don't kill me. Don't I'm kill one of you.
0: Yeah. No. Oh, 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 oh,
1: oh, 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 yeah. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah. you're killing one of your own. No. Right. Okay. You, and if it came down to it, I don't think anyone's that good an actor that they could look a bullet to the brain. You're right. Or you know, a bullet to the heart and been like, "Hey, wait, don't don't shoot me. I'm one of I'm one of you guys. Yeah. No. Yeah. So." All right. Take that take my thing with a grain of salt, but exactly. take the, the whole storyline. For God's sakes, just with a grain of salt. It's he's a fici- fictional character. And for you to, to get like it's not like we said, Hey, we've got uh I got secret footage of FDR getting up out of his wheelchair dancing a Lindy Hop and then hey, uh, goose stepping around the oval. Office. I wouldn't office.
0: care if he did. He's he he created the New Deal, he picked his country up from uh from the verge of death. Right. And uh, we would not be.
1: (laughs) He created highways. We would not, you know, we'd be. He did. Interstate. Well, no, that was actually, I think it was Truman.
0: Okay, or whatever. Eisenhower I think I, it was I, I, Eisenhower alright well the new deal Mike <laughs> alright yeah new <laughs> deal the new deal
1: <laughs> <laughs> and he, he looked cool with that uh that big ass oh, the cigar the, the, the cigarette. cigarette holder yeah
0: he did uh, and, <laughs> they, and that wheelchair he and, made wheelchairs cool and he was elected for more than two terms so. four terms for four God terms. God's sake he, he, uh, he, he, he they changed the rules because of him
1: exactly like, no yeah because uh, yeah, they, they made uh, he'd
0: still be president if they didn't change the rules hell yeah you know, wheels he, wheels
1: yeah. Roosevelt
0: wheels Roosevelt yeah so, all right. So that's our thoughts on Captain America. Well, that's your thought. I, I'm, I'm on a wait and see approach. I, all right. I, 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 as much as I don't want him to be a hydrogen, it, it, it was as shocking to me as it was to uh, many readers. I'm not going to be burning books or, or, sending death threats, but it was kind of like a, <gasps> moment.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's pretty cool. Well, you know what? You know, Mike. Uh, you know what? What is always reliable and won't ever turn to the dark side is the zoom h4n pro recorder
1: that's damn straight man and just we're recording re- on that right now i know
0: just released from our our friends at zoom they actually sent us a couple of them i gave one to you i i don't know if you even opened it up and looked at it um i don't i don't know if you looked at the shiny thing and it's like what do this do And yeah, so I, that's, buttons you're and my shit.
1: technical guy yeah so. i'll help
0: you i'll show you how to record it's pretty simple it's so simple even Mike Zabson can use it.
1: Holy crap! That's now that's saying something, folks.
0: Yeah. Now I've used the H4N, the older model, right. the previous model before. Uh, I used it a lot before it got stolen. uh Oh, so good that people want to steal it. Of course. So luckily, they send us one of these H4 Pro, uh, H4N Pro. It's Pro because uh, uh, you ever try to record something and person's talking kind of really loud and it gets overloaded. Yes, they have solved that problem.
1: It's, oh, they've they've got a the, uh,
0: yeah. They, you can you can record at a higher volume now. Sound is much cleaner. Uh newer new interface. Um it's it's a pretty sweet product. It's one we endorse Zoom, but all people always ask God like, Zoom. What uh what equipment do I need to podcast? Is it difficult? It's like, no, get a zoom recorder, bam, you're done, pretty much. Sure.
1: A couple yeah. of wires, uh power source and you're you're good to go.
0: Yeah, a couple uh, you don't even need a microphone. It's got built in mics that are pretty pretty damn good. They're great. If you go out into the field, people who do audio recording professionally for business or People who podcast or people that interview us, or people who who shoot footage and need exteriors. I always see, I always see them using Zoom recorders. Yes, and it's the only one that I will use, and I am using it right now to record this very podcast. Fantastic! So thank you, Zoom. Pick up a Zoom uh, H4 n Pro recorder. How much? How much do you think this thing costs? You don't even know. I get. I, I gave it to you.
1: eighty-two thousand dollars. No, seriously. How
0: much do you think that thing? Ah, uh,
1: it looks like it's at least a five hundred dollar piece of equipment.
0: You're uh, lower. Oh my goodness. Go lower. Two fifty. Lower.
1: No way. How much? Two nineteen ninety nine. Two hundred. Whoa. You. you can That's have a amazing.
0: Lifetime of podcasting fun, recording fun.
1: Make sure you keep your eye on it because people are gonna swipe it from you.
0: Well, yeah, I yeah, yeah. I learned that the hard way. So Bastards. pick up. Pick up your Zoom recorder. Uh, Actually, you know where I got that recorder swipe mic was last year when we went down to Houston.
1: Yeah, I do remember that. And
0: I don't know if you heard about what went down in Houston this week, this past weekend. Yes, I did. I I'd want to talk about it a a little bit because we we do go to a lot of conventions. Right. We've been to conventions big and small. We have. We've gone to extremely well-run, well-oiled conventions. Yes, we have. We went to first-year conventions that are just getting off the ground, going through growing pains, but still... You can see the heart. You can see that they truly want to throw on a good show. Sure. We've gone to shows on huge budgets, probably million dollar budgets. We've gone to shows with much lower budgets. Always had a good time. Uh there was an incident, a convention that happened in Houston this weekend that kind of blew all all that out of the water. And not in a good way, Mike. The yes, Space I know. City Comic Con occurred this past weekend. Yes. And by all accounts, it was a unmitigated disaster.
1: I had heard that uh, the promoter uh, took off with the cash.
0: What that is, what you know, guilty until proven or or innocent until proven guilty. Let's put it the, this
1: way: the ready cap, of the the rest of the petty cash. Yes. Was this, gone yeah, by as long
0: as as well as uh, the all this other cash. So basically Comic-Con, I believe this is their fifth year, so it's not like they don't know what they're doing. Right. Previous to this, I believe they held a pretty reputable kind although I've talked to some 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 of our friends who worked in, and it was like, okay, it was it was alright. They 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 did there were some weird things going on, but not weird enough where you know it would cause any controversy until this year. And uh, I was getting I was getting vague reports as we were at a much better, more honest convention, the Walker Soccer <laughs> Convention.
1: Yeah. Thank, nobody, nobody split with the money people. Yeah, thank
0: God we were in Chicago because I did. I thought about inquiring about going to this convention. And I'm <sighs> glad that it, did, it never came to fruition. But what had happened was, uh, they threw a large convention, big guests like William Shatner, Billy Piper. But the big thing was a sense of anarchy, entire cast reunion. Uh, Dre de Mateo, um, I, I don't watch the show, but I know, um, God, do you watch a show? Do you know the cast I members? I don't
1: know. Uh, I know that, uh, oh, um, uh, Kim Coates. Yeah, Kim Coates. Um, uh, Katie Seagal, uh, or, yeah, who's the guy?
0: Charlie, what's his last name? Charlie, mm-hmm. he was the most outspoken one. So basically what had happened is, uh, all, uh, all the guests arrived at the hotel. And typically when you're invited to a con, your hotel is taken care of by the, sure. by the convention. You don't have to worry about it. It, it's included, uh, as a guest. It's standard that you get <laughs> that they put you up. During the duration,
1: pretty time. standard, yeah. You know, It's not like you're. Hey, listen, um, you're not calling up friends. Or, no. Hey, hey man, Houston, got, I,
0: I, I'm gonna be there for a con. Can I crash at your place? Exactly. No. Can I? Can I sleep on your? uh, Yeah. Usually, you get a hotel room. It's uh It's, it's sleep on it's, your couch. It's, it's, it's like a business trip. Your company takes sure. care of it. All the guests go to check into the hotel. And they were told that the credit card that the convention used to pay for all these rooms is no longer valid. Yikes! And now that's that, red flag it's, one. It's so invalid that they don't trust any of the guest credit cards to put down their own credit cards. Whoa! If you want a room? You got to put down your own cash. Holy cash. crap! So that's strike number one. Things are getting kind of fishy. Um, there, some red flags come up. Uh, they always do. Actually, this has happened to us. After the fact. Yep. Where our card has been charged for, for a room that was supposedly taken yep. care of. Uh, one of the Sons of Anarchy, uh, was Charlie Hanuman, is that how you pronounce his name? I, okay. Something like that.
1: Let's say yes. He
0: gets fishy. Now, these guys had gotten uh, a slight prepayment check up front. To okay. His, con. Spider his spider sense is tingling. spider sense is tingling. So we asked, actually asked our friend Syrah to take him to the bank so he can cash this check to see if it'll clear him. Goes to the bank, tries to cash the check, and the bank comes back. And I'm, I'm sorry, sir. We cannot cash your check. This check is no longer valid because the account that it is drawn on was closed months ago. Whoa! So that's fraudul—that's check—that's bank fraud, isn't it? Like, that—that's
1: actually that, theft, that, theft by deception. Yeah, it's kind
0: of like a do don't know, felony. But I don't know what the amount was. So that—that's so uh, he goes back and um, tells everybody else. They—they're at this point. I think they're threatening to leave, but they see all the fans that have come out to see ah. them fans from around the world people from china people from europe people from australia and rather than bail and disappoint these people because these people got ripped off as well right ultimately uh they decided to stay and sign for them uh, under protest uh i i had heard um at the panels you know panels usually is a big stage sure microphone set up speakers uh i had heard what happened was the people who set up the av the av company didn't get paid their checks ah. don't clear. So what happens is uh, before there's a big p- reunion panel. Oh my god! All the towns about to get up on stage, and the AV comes like, "No, we're not letting you up on stage. We didn't get paid. This panel's not going on." Oh. Meanwhile, there's a whole crowd of congoers who don't know what's going on, and there's no, there's no panel because the AV team didn't get paid. Uh, I'm hearing stories that the the food vendors didn't get paid, so uh, there was no food <sighs> there. Uh, I I'd heard, um, uh, believe their ATMs. On the show floor, so you can, you know, if you run a money, you can re- restock. ATMs are gone. Uh, multiple, multiple instances of a shadiness. So, uh, VIP, uh, people bought thousand dollar VIP passes to get done, preferential treatment. They were not honored, so they lost their money. Oh, Jesus. Uh, we had a friend, uh, Alex Wolf of Wolf Photography running the photo ops. We had uh, heard that, did, Heard some nightmare stories about that as well, where, um, yeah, uh, there, there, there were mass refunds that had to be paid out. He lost a ton. Uh, you know, he's a friend of ours, so I felt bad for him. Yeah,
1: I'm sitting here uh, trying to find uh, somebody posted on Facebook. Yeah, if you go to Bleeding
0: Cool, there's a pretty good article about all this.
1: Uh, but now, this now, is now
0: granted, we have not heard from the other side. But the fact that we have not heard from the other side in nearly five days post con, uh, not good. Uh, if you go on TMZ, they interviewed one of the sons of anarchists. He came back out from the airport from Houston, Ugh. and he was like, listen, this guy had no intention of paying us. He ripped everybody off.
1: Oh, my God. guess
0: guests, everything.
1: I heard that um, he so, was also in debt to the uh, Russian. The mob? I'm not going to say mob, but. Are you serious? Where would you hear this? Uh, Is this true? Uh, it came from somebody that I trust, so. Okay,
0: and that's why there was no money. He was paying off a debt, or else he was going to get, like, whacked. Sleeping with the fishes. Yeah. All right, let's just start that rumor. I don't even care if it's true or not. All right, this guy, I don't even have his name, so I won't even mention his name. Even I, I can. It. What's his uh, name? Uh, They're two guys. They're two partners.
1: Uh, George Comets.
0: Okay. George Comets. You ever pay that? Yes, George comments uh, of
1: mythic events and promotions. Yeah, and I heard they <laughs> mythic they, as
0: it, as in it doesn't exist. As in it doesn't <laughs> exist.
1: But did
0: uh, that like Joseph Stevenson or something? I'm
1: trying to find it. There okay, is. he has oh, a partner. Sh- yeah, well, that was just one, and there was another guy who said they're at it again. They, uh, damn it! I'm trying. I'm sorry. I'm I'm yeah, trying to find so, the
0: mass fraud going on, and I just want to. The reason I bring the story up is. Uh, uh, more of a, uh, We want to throw a shout out and appreciation to all the convention promoters that do run an honest business, the ones yeah. that treat us like kings and have no intention of ripping anybody off. They, they're they're so personal to make sure everybody has a good time. No, I'm going to do
1: this the old-fashioned so way. I want
0: to give them a shout out for that. But I do have to, you know, with the good comes the bad. Uh, like you said, um, uh, what did you say about evil? Uh, the Evil will always survive or what No, you can't kill hate. You can't kill hate. <laughs> okay. You, well, can't you can't kill can't, hate. You can't kill hate. And this is... I'll stop sure of saying this is a hate crime, but by uh, doing this, you're sure, you're kinda hating on all your all the people who come to your convention. No, you're just stealing money. You're all right, still- here you go. Okay.
1: Um The Convention that just bounced checks, didn't pay for hotel rooms for guests, just changed its name already. Mm. Uh here we go. Just it's a warning. Uh, oh, bait
0: and switch here All right.
1: They're called the Houston Pop Culture Expo now
0: Okay, it's not Space City Comic Con anymore All right, No, beware. it is now the
1: Houston Pop I, Culture Expo I love Expo. it now,
0: like many criminals out there They now have an alias Yes, exactly <laughs>
1: uh, The Doctor Doom Con yeah, the uh,
0: doctor so, it's a, so no longer the Space City Comic Con It's now the Houston Pop Culture Expo And Johnny
1: Steverson is, Yes, Johnny
0: Steverson is his partner Who also ripped people
1: off uh, Which just to
0: they call these guys out so what was it? Yeah,
1: you need to call all these people. Was there a guy's name?
0: Charlie Cunt? Uh,
1: George Comets. George Comets. George Cunts. Comets. George <laughs> oh Comets. George, man.
0: George Comets and Joe Steverson, Steverson, whatever. Beware! I think <laughs> we will never. We, oh we, man. I, I'll see. I'll. I'll be interested to see what happens to, to uh, this camera. I'll be interested to see how this affects the rest of the convention world. Actually, they're just making everybody look bad. They're making oh, wow. the city of Houston look bad, and. It's uh yeah, it's just as a con- as a frequent congoer as somebody who know who knows people as two guys who know people who throw honest conventions, it just makes them look bad, so oh
1: my God, it's pretty uh, awesome
0: well, if you want to go to an honest convention, Mike in two weeks, you can come see me and. Michael Rooker at Comic Palooza. That's true. In Houston, Texas.
1: Yeah, well, I, bet huh? dancing,
0: I bet they're dancing a jig right now because that was their main competition. Oh my God! And yeah, now wow. their competition turned out to be freaking George Hydra.
1: Comets. If anyone is, uh, do you think that there is like a, a quick check or something like a, a 7-Eleven that has do not accept checks from, yeah, from this George band. Comets? From this George band. Comets
0: do not accept checks. Yeah. Or Mythic
1: Events or Space City Comic Con. I can't believe
0: they're called Mythic Events. That's I'm so weird, it. isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. A little little presaging. Yeah. So well, the Houston Pop Culture Well,
0: that just makes you know what you know who I'm bad for is that that person going to their first con. And this is their first experience.
1: The and dine and dash con. Yeah, that's they'll what never, we'll call and they'll never and they'll never want to go back again. And Houston I'm, I'm Pop saying, Culture Expo. For
0: anybody who may have gone to that, I say hold strong. There this is not indicative of what conventions are all about. No,
1: not at all. And, um, most most conventions, there are by nighters. Yeah. There are people who will scam you. Right, but that's true of anything you do. Right. So just go in with as informed in and a all the information that you have at your disposal. Yeah,
0: you know, what would be a good PR move for Comic Palooza, the honest Houston Con. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you be like, hey, if you were at spacing and got ripped off, then you know we'll we'll let you in for like a discount. Or have
1: something. have John at yeah. We'll honor, we'll uh, honor your, your passes. Dis- yeah. yeah. We'll honor your passes.
0: 50%.
1: Half off if you present the Mythic Comic Con. Yeah. You know what?
0: For anybody listening, if you did go to Space City and you show me your badge that you went there, I'd give you half off a, a no. photo or
1: an Okay, photo. We'll that's give half, cool.
0: give you half off. Nice, good for I you. I would give man. you all off, but. You,
1: you know, got to be there for a. Well. You weren't contractually obligated I to use pop I, culture I gotta, expo. I got to eat. Yeah, you got to eat. <laughs> I gotta
0: eat and, it's, it's all beer money, so. Okay. I'll give you half off, though. About so he, he'll you only drink your, half as much. Yeah, exactly. So you show me your badge. Uh, you got to tell me a war story, though. Like, okay. You got to tell me about your experience, and I, I give you half off.
1: All right. All right that's cool. that sounds cool, Ming. That's that's a. That's a damn nice thing to do. Okay,
0: cool. So I I, I, I um I feel bad for anybody scammed this week. I was gonna like, say, <laughs> or Are, anyway, you, are anybody, you George Comets? Really? No. Or <laughs> anybody had to go through that, including our friends who work there. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: So. And uh, Syrah actually lost her car.
0: She did, and all this. She went. Our friend Syrah, who helped out this guy at the con. Yeah. Knew this guy. Has worked in with the with him before, and um. I guess there were no red flags before that just kind of happened. She was doing him a favor, and uh, some idiot ran a red light, hit her car. Wow. Thankfully, she's okay. Car is not. She's a little banged up right now. Yeah, that's but sucks. you know you go out of your way to do a favor and you get, you get I know your car smashed. Oh, it, it's just probably probably had to be one of the worst weekends for her. So we feel bad <laughs> for her as well. So, anyways, uh, that's that's that. Uh, we have something cool coming up uh, in the back half of the show. We interviewed our our friend Scott Churchson who has worked on Gotham and Dark Knight Rises, I believe. As well as a bunch of other shows. We met him at the uh, Hold On To Your Shorts Film Festival, and uh, we uh, recorded an interview with him. That'll be coming up next. Uh, Before we get to that, I I do want to talk about new books real quick, but I wanted to get your opinion on something before we get to there, Mike. Uh, Louise Simonson. Yes. You have met her, I believe. Didn't you write in a car back with her? She's awesome lady. Uh, Amazing writer. uh,
1: Married to uh, the great Walt Simonson. She was wheezy. Yeah, she was... um, Walt yeah, and Weezy, is Walt that, was and Weezy. that their, their duo in there? Yeah, is it Walt Simonson and and do they call Weezy, her, do they Simonson. Do they really call her Simonson. Weezy? Yeah. yeah, that's funny. Weezy Simonson,
0: that's cool. But, I mean, she's a pretty great writer in her own right. Yes, yeah, she is. And uh, right now, at this moment, she—you may know her as a co-creator of Apocalypse. You as should. As well as the co-creator of Cable, as well as the uh, the writer and co-creator of many characters. And she story. was a
1: writer and an editor, as a matter of fact.
0: Yes. There's, I am. Um, I don't know if there's a controversy, but it it could be. I think it should be. Uh, I have not seen X Men Apocalypse yet. Have you? Right. No. We've not been busy. Yet. But you would have thought, you know, co-creator of the character, right? Headlining your movie. Yep. Uh, you would have thought that, you know, maybe they would have given her a little credit for creating the character. At the end, in the credits. None. Nothing. Wow. Nothing. What's up with that?
1: I have no idea. I think that that's crappy.
0: Yeah, they even uh, they even interviewed. I believe it was for the New York Times, an interviewer asked Simonson if Apocalypse director Brian Singer ever communicated with her. Usually, you cre- you contact the creator for input, right? He's like, hey, uh, you know, what if I did this? Would this be in line with the character? You know, you created them. You tell me. Sure. You're the expert. And uh, no, no, nothing, no contact. So, which you know, already I guess he knew what he wanted, but I figured, why not? I, if it were me, I would invite the writers on the set, the days that were hell. Yeah, it, just to just get accurate. Yeah, but uh, you know, she kind of laughed down. She was like, "Hey, I'm I'm hoping my name makes it into the credits, and, uh, it, and it didn't." Your thoughts well, on this?
1: I, I think it sucks. I think that Brian Singer. I, I mean, it, it's not like she's she created. I, I don't know somebody like not in the fucking name of the yeah, movie the
0: title. yeah not some ancillary character yeah, and it's, which even if you put it in your movie give them credit man
1: sure they do it now they do it with everybody they do us and you're, you're not giving uh, Louise Simonson the credit she deserves ugh
0: yeah Civil War they totally did our friend uh, Mark Teixeira got a credit and uh, it was funny he, he was like yo check it out he showed me on his phone he took a snapshot while he's in the theater
1: oh okay he's like there I am Did you call the cops on him for uh, piracy? Because that's oh yeah, is that is that a FBI warning?
0: I I did not, (laughs) I did not. Had he not, you know, had he not had a hand in, uh, you know, the shaping of the characters in Civil War, I may have, I may okay
1: alerted the authorities. Mark Mark Testiera is awesome. We should have him on. uh, I saw we're totally
0: going. We're totally having him. We will. He is he's a big fan of ours. Good. uh, Um, we're bigger fans of him, but he'll he would shoot back and say, no, 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 I'm a bigger fan of you. I, I. yeah, such a cool guy. I I saw him at the hotel when the con mm-hmm. was over. He had one more commission to do. It was a um a young man had requested a drawing of the Hulk from him. So he sits down, busts out all his all his drawing gear, orders a beer, and he's he he's kind of at a loss for what kind of pose he wants the Hulk to do. So he turns to me, Mike, and he goes, Ming, do a pose. Pretend you're the Hulk. Alright. And I do. I'm kinda of like, you know, I give a kind of cartoony uh, you know, tooth tooth bearing uh, i start flexing and he took a picture of it and that's i was the model the figure model for those this gentleman's um commission which was kind of cool
1: very it cool did,
0: i do it do, does look a little bit I, I was like is that the hulk or is that amadeus cho hulk
1: and because it did look like, a little he's like ah who uh, cares? Yeah, who hulk cares, is hulk so.
0: So, yeah, that's cool. all
1: Both right, not care all right, new
0: books, Mike new books. what do you got top of your list top
1: of my list is walking dead one fifty five right. tip of the spear is that what this new run is called? uh no, this oh. is um uh, what are
0: they, is, this, is there a subtitle for
1: this new this the Whispers arc? or Fear the Whispers is or, that what it's called yeah
0: and and as you mentioned, the last issue of Negan escapes and he's back, yeah, okay, that's not good
1: now. No, it's not. And, uh, over the past couple, we've, we've, um, the whispers are people who wear the dead's skin. Yes. They tan it and they, they wear it and they walk around. Amongst the dead. Right. Which is kind of freaking creepy. This is, they're like, but it's smart too. It, it is. It's, it's like they're quizlings. Uh, in World War Z, if anyone's ever read World War Z, they had, uh, people who were quizlings. Uh, there were people who, um, like their minds break. Yeah, and which they, they
0: never explored in the movie, did they?
1: They never did. Which was a um, shame, but. It, it's very much a shame, but the, the Quislings tried to pass among the, uh, the dead. Yep. They, they psychologically blanked out and became the walking dead themselves. Right. And, uh, it didn't really matter because the, the Quislings would get killed just as easily as regular human yep. beings. So you got people walking around. And if they didn't hit like a, a horde of, uh, the undead, they're fine, but if they, you know, if if they, they did, did. See you later. Yeah, see you later. So these guys are like quizzlings. They're trying to become what they fear the most.
0: Shoot, man, I am. Um, I, I pains me to admit that I got. I'm far behind in walking. I got to catch up. I, okay. I admit after issue one hundred, I was kind of bummed. I'm yeah. still bummed out okay. over well. or something that happened. Uh, what fifty six issues ago? <laughs> fifty five. But fifty five. Yeah. I got
1: gotcha. you. I yeah. understand.
0: I'll. Uh, I'll. You know, I'm gonna. Trade
1: paperbacks, they're your friends. Compendium. Okay, compendium. Well, you'll still be way behind. Yeah,
0: especially since I saw a rep from Skybound this past weekend. They're like, hey, like you can have it whatever you want.
1: Ah, uh, yes. Remember
0: those bats we got that yeah. they gave us? You gave yours away because you couldn't fly with it. I couldn't fly with it. You probably should have kept it because there's a shortage of them right now okay. and they're going for big bucks. And right, well, I know you don't care, but.
1: No, I'm I'm not that guy. You don't care. So. I'm,
0: actually, the person you gave it to is probably enjoying it way more I hope than so. anybody, you or anybody you could have sold it to. Right. So um right on my pick of the week Mike paper girls number six yes Brian K. Vaughn. did you read the trade paperback yet? I did yes. I liked it very much yeah Pre- premise is uh uh I, I, it was before I read it was explained to me as uh goonies with four girls uh it's, with interdimensional travel and being out world beings and strange occurrences yes and um technical weird technological gadgets goonies, goonies
1: meets Back to the Future meets E.T.
0: Meets like Alien Nation meets, I don't know. So that hooked me in immediately. Uh, This issue six, Mike, uh, right from the first page, there's a little... Gotcha. I guess a twist. Uh, And the twist is, uh, well, when we last left off, the girls got kind of, they got zapped somewhere. We don't know where they disappeared to. Did they die? Did they travel to another dimension? No, they time-traveled to p- literally present day. As I cracked open the book that mm-hmm. came out yesterday, um, the first page of the book is Welcome to June 1st, 2016. Beautiful. Which was yesterday when I read the book. And not only that, but the 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 past characters meet one of their future characters, and the, it does not ruin the space-time continuum. No, it doesn't. But their, their, their um, future self tries to figure out why past self is there and what happened because she doesn't she should remember the past events. But she does. But she doesn't. And it's uh uh, you know I'm a sucker for anything having to do with time travel. You are. And this little twist right at the beginning really sucked me in and I am with this book for life. So Brian K it's Brian K Vaughn. Like you can't go wrong. I don't think that guy's ever missed in his life. No, you You might you might disagree having but I don't know if you disagree. But he's in my, in my in my book. He's he's pretty much he's he's one hell on of a writer. I'm friend, a huge so.
1: fan of Why the Last Man. Yeah,
0: Ex Machina, uh, Saga. Like this guy, the, uh, is written and direct. I I don't know if he directed, but he wrote a few episodes of Lost. So, right. Good good stuff, man. So if you have not picked up Paper Girls, uh, the trade paperback is out now, and pick up the issue six, which, which continues on with the story that is my pick of the week what else you got mike
1: uh i've got invincible iron man the road to civil war ii this is tony stark going undercover to um uh,
0: yeah I like uh, this. this is like international like, yeah he's trying James to
1: Bond iron man yeah he's trying to ferret out um like a, a new bunch of bad guys and uh roadie's helping him and uh, he's got a new assistant who just happens to be um, Mary Jane Watson.
0: Oh, whoa. Yeah. I, I'm in. <laughs>
1: they, he kicked uh, Pepper got Potts a, to the curb.
0: I, I, he kicked Pepper Potts to the curb for Mary Jane.
1: I, one redhead for another? All right,
0: sure. Well, geez, man. Um, would you consider that an upgrade? Is, in,
1: in the- Mary Jane was a supermodel, so, so yes. why not? Yes. Let's say yes.
0: And she's good enough to keep up with him. She like,
1: is. Hard-working
0: enough. Yeah, she is. All right. <laughs> All right. Good on you, Tony Stark. Yes. Good on
1: you. Uh, and it pisses off Spider-Man, so yes. that's good.
0: Uh, I'm going to go to, we'll say Marvel for now, uh, something that we've waited 40 years for, perhaps? The... Shang Chi, Master of Kung Fu, Omnibus Ooh. Volume One, Hardcover.
1: Holy crap! This is yeah.
0: something that we never thought would come out. Never, no. no. So we, much we so,
1: never thought that they would get secure the rights to the uh, Sex the Sax uh Fu Manchu.
0: And I guess they. What do you think? Do you know what happened exactly? Did they just take all their Marvel money and they were like, "Here, pay pay the man."
1: Yeah, they probably just okay. said, "You know what?" It, and to to just reprint stuff, mm-hmm. I'm sure it wasn't like. Astronomical.
0: Oh, not only that. But do you do you think uh, I? Be, i been hearing rumors that they want to do a Shang Chi Netflix series. Well,
1: that do would you be think cool.
0: this paves the way for that?
1: Let's see. Do you how think this is
0: why does. is this? That's true. Okay, it's a wait and see. Yeah. But do you think they thought ahead and they're like, hey, we were. Secure the rights to this, so we can it's make
1: their character. Unfortunately, he's related to yeah. somebody who Fu Manchu. They are, are thought allowed, was in the public. Are made.
0: we allowed to? Are we allowed to talk about this? Are we allowed to mention his name without paying them?
1: Uh we can. Oh, they too can't. late, Fu Manchu.
0: Yeah, yeah Shang Chi. If you don't know anything about him, uh, came during the whole kung fu Chop Saki craze of the seventies.
1: Yeah, kung fu was big on TV. Yeah,
0: but Marvel could have made him a stereotypical, one dimension, one note. You know, Chopsaki character, but they didn't. No, they made him an awesome guy. Anyway, run, Warrior scholar is wild, what he was. warrior scholar later turned spy, um, and kicking ass in in pajamas, as yeah. as, as you you would say. But uh, very influential in the comics and pop culture world, I would say.
1: He was an Avenger,
0: and he, yeah, he was an Avenger. He so, yeah,
1: that should tell you something. Yeah,
0: great. Yeah, Not only is he a great character, but the characters who surround him were pretty awesome as well. But if you collect the original single issues, they never reprinted them. They never collected them. And it looked like they were never going to because of this rights issue. Right. And now finally in 2016 they got their stuff together. And uh, this is one that collects well, there'll be four volumes this collects issues i don't know do you know what's in here issues 1 through whatever it's um uh, no it's not issue 1 it's uh, issue marvel size? special edition oh, special editions, 15 okay,
1: right. and then after 19 i believe it goes to the um the the numbering keeps going okay. for master of kung fu Right. so master of kung fu there was no number 15 yeah. it was special edition marvel mm-hmm. special edition okay. number 15 so yeah. you have to go and do one of those weird things yeah. that they they you know not a whole bunch of number ones came out back in the 70s, right, folks, yeah. you know?
0: Yeah, not like today. where are number oh one like every week. So this was a series that Walt Flanagan turned me on to. I'd never read it as a kid. I didn't even know about it until a couple of years ago when he asked me to bootleg it yeah. digitally. But he he had the whole entire run on paper, possibly one of his most prized possessions. Yes. Uh, collecting-wise. And he almost went as far as to send them to a binder to get them professionally bound. Yes. And right as he as he was about to hit that button, we found out that this... Yeah, I came up um, to him. I'm, I'm like, look, look! I know. Look. It, was a, it was an exciting day. There was a buzz here. Oh, my God. Dude, like, yeah. dude, 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 dude. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You'll never believe what happened. It's, it's happening. It's going to go. It's going to go. So finally, it's out today. And I highly recommend picking it up. It was worth every penny.
1: Oh, hell yeah.
0: Yeah. I think in the end, you're going to be four volumes... Uh, Paying, you end up paying like two dollars an issue or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like
1: And it's all it's all the other stuff.
0: Yeah, uh, but single issue. I'm going to go to Punisher number two. I don't know if you've been reading Punisher. No. I believe Sorry. it's the one of the the only book, if not, it's one of the rare book right now. We're right on the top. On the cover, it says parental advisory, not <laughs> for Shit. kids.
1: Not for kids. And that's
0: uh, and right on the cover, there's a Punisher. There's a diner sign, but the N and the R burn out, so yeah. it just says die. And uh, it's if you're a fan of the puncher, if you're a fan of Frank Castle, if you're why aren't you a fan of Frank killing drug dealing scumbags? This book might be for
1: you. And Frank himself, a murderous scumbag.
0: It is. uh, There is a drug epidemic going on right now. Uh, There's it's called the EMC drug. It's basically uh, if you took PCP and put it on PCP, uh, it it basically strengthens and enhances people's reflexes, and and as such, if they by taking that, they uh they're able to keep up with Frank in the okay. fighting department. So he's he's definitely got a challenge going well, that's on. That's good. Yeah, but he you, needs a challenge. But if you if you like seeing drug deals going on and then turning into a bloodbath, sure you're gonna, who wouldn't you're gonna love this book. And I love the uh, there's a little interesting twist here where Frank has been tipped off to uh where these drug dealers are and he's trying to take them all down. Meanwhile the DEA is trying to do the same and the, uh, typically, the DEA is uh kind of a take them alive so we can try them and put them in jail organization, and you can't try corpses, Mike.
1: No, so, you can't.
0: So they, their additional challenges that are trying to stop Frank as well. which okay. good, good luck with that, guys. So, so yeah, so um, it's got, it, it, so you got that angle, and then you got these guys on the on this EMC drug uh, as on on par with Frank Castle. So. That you that he does have to have to look out for. Alright. So what what do you else you got there?
1: I'm keeping it Marvel. Uh Civil War two. Yes. Civil War two. This is the the next up. And uh you've got man, Tony just can't pick the side that anybody wants.
0: Right. So uh, uh, right now I believe the storyline goes uh there's a, a superhero who can predict
1: Yes, he's an inhuman and inhumans aren't terribly popular now, especially okay. since the Terrigen, the the, Terrigen Mists, Yes. Terrigen myths are destroying the mutant population. And so he. So what happens is uh, this guy comes out and he can accurately predict the future yes. within like a day. Yes. And what he sees is what happens. Right. So uh, Captain Marvel, Carol Danvers believes with her team of ultimates, the ultimates. Mm-hmm. They think that they should be more proactive. Yeah. So let us, let us take out the threats before they become right. a threat. A-
0: AKA, uh, we saw this in Minor Report pre-crime. Philip K. Dick. Sure. If you but will.
1: Here's what happens. <clears throat> they pop up and, um, they, they know where the threat's gonna come from. Yes. And this ties into the, um, free comic book giveaway, free comic book day giveaway yeah, that Marvel sure. put out where they took on Thanos.
0: Oh, okay.
1: So Thanos comes in and he's like, "You Avengers weren't you Earth's Avengers weren't supposed to be here." Right. And they're like, "Well, it sucks to be you." And they they take him down, but at a cost. Yes. So Tony comes in and he's pissed. He's like, "I told you this would happen." He said, "I I, I told <laughs> you."
0: Thor good at it like, "I told you so." Sorry. Yeah,
1: and um and Carol Carol Danvers is like, "You know what? Screw you." I'm a soldier. I'm putting my life on the line. My entire crew is putting our lives on the line for Earth. Yeah. So if we if we have a casualty, so be it. That's that's the job. Yeah. You know, and and Thanos, tell me Thanos. If we got wind that Thanos was coming to Earth, oh, yeah, we're, you we're, wouldn't we're, want advance warning of that.
0: Oh yeah, you don't want. Yeah, you don't want. Hello, surprise, happy birthday. Yeah. And it hits
1: close to home for Tony because um, it. And spoiler alert, I'm going to give you three seconds to, to walk away if you haven't okay. read the issue or read the uh, free comic book day giveaway. Two seconds. One second. Good. Um, uh, James Rhodes is killed. He turns out that he and Carol had a uh, a relationship, and he was visiting her at the uh, Ultimates compound with like Triskelion down in Washington. Right. Booty so call? They, yeah, booty call. Okay, booty so call. before the booty can commence, they, uh, they get – Warning that here comes Thanos from the Inhuman guy, and they go and they take him down. Yeah, but so this is two for two. Yeah, the first one is all of uh, the Celestials come a calling, and Earth's Mightiest take uh, Earth's Mightiest, Earth's Every take down the Celestials, and it's like it's Tony's like, yeah, win, we're awesome, and then he finds out how it came about. Yeah, they found out that this Inhuman had a vision and he's like I don't trust this I don't trust this at all I don't know this kid and it's like you know what don't be a dick and well, that's he, my thing
0: he, that's his nature can't yeah. run from what you truly are uh,
1: true but <laughs> I mean he's he's on, falling on the wrong side again yeah. and now he's blaming Carol for uh, Rhodey's death and at the very end of this we have another death I don't know okay. if it'll stick but uh, okay. She-Hulk goes into cardiac arrest and no. She-Hulk tells Carol to fight for the future I like to fight for it. This
0: is cool. This this might be better than Secret Wars.
1: Yeah. And if you have advanced warning about something yeah. when you want to take it.
0: Oh yeah. Oh so, yeah, every time. Yeah. If I got some lottery numbers for tomorrow, Hell yeah. I'm I'm using using them. Shit. Oh, for yeah, sure. You are. That's 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 and that's a minor example. Exactly. If, if I if I find out the world was ending tomorrow and I could prevent it.
1: Yeah. You couldn't prevent it. And Any, if anybody would, I think. And if you have to take some hits for it, so be sure. it. That's again, that's the job. Yeah. You know, you're putting your life on the line. When you put on that iron suit, if you're going out there just to get the accolades, right. then you're doing it for the wrong reason. Yeah. So.
0: All right. Let's swing over to DC. Yeah, let's swing there. Let's rebirth. Let's get some rebirth going. Let's get it going. Do you, uh, did you read Batman? Yeah, Batman. I did. Ba- Batman. Uh, this, I think, is cool. Co written by uh, Scott, Snyder. Scott Snyder and, uh, and Tom, Tom King. Tom I King. And uh, I, I kind of like this um, little passing of the torch, if you will uh almost Snyder ending his run uh Tom yeah, King oh, picking well with up. that yes yeah
1: but with uh Batman he's uh he's putting together uh a little team
0: yes he is and uh and if you read uh we are Robin you may see it from your face in the uh his new protege his new sidekick Duke Thomas yes and they fight a newer probably more cooler version of the incarnation of the calendar man yeah
1: now they they grossed him up a lot they did now, uh he made him darker they made more... him disgusting yeah what they did calendar man was kind of a joke Yeah. Right. that really um horrible costume it was red and white and it looked like uh, i don't even want to, it looked like it was made a post-it notes.
0: yeah he would commit so. crimes on Holidays?
1: Yeah, pretty much. Does that
0: include Flag Day and Arbor Day? I
1: believe so. Okay. He had Flag Day and he had Arbor Day. All right, those were
0: marked on the calendar if they you were. Will. Yeah, now he looks more like uh, a, a grotesque, scarred up um ugly, bald darker, guy. yeah, bald dude. Yes.
1: So yeah.
0: And um fun transition. Fun passing in the tour? Not well, not fun. Just dark.
1: Yeah, it was. It was well done.
0: It was, it was well done. Um, Super uh, Rebirth Superman. Did you read that one? I know I you picked did. that one up.
1: I did this. Uh, this puts the. Turns out that uh, Superman from the New Fifty Two, uh, who, spoiler <laughs> alert. Well, um, yeah, he's
0: dead. <laughs> he died no, no in no spoiler. Uh,
1: Superman Fifty Two. No
0: spoiler, and uh, we see the pre-Flashpoint yep. Superman uh, consoling Lana Lang. Lana Lang. And uh, they're they both they both meet at the grave site where yes. the remains are, and they both have they're both on separate missions.
1: Yeah, Superman wants to. He said that you know um, I came back from the dead. I think that your guy's gonna come back from the dead, yeah, and, and, and they go to the Fortress of Solitude, and they find out he ain't coming back from ain't the
0: coming dead. Back, but Alina's uh, there to you know simply. Move his remains from this memorial that mm-hmm. they had built from him, uh, so he could be buried next to his mother and father, uh, which Mon is Mon Pa cool. Clint,
1: Clint? Clint, Clint. Kent. Kent, 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 Kent.
0: Yeah, okay. but uh, but yeah, we're over at sur- for solitude in front of uh, that what do you call it? The crystal, yeah, the crystal keyboard, the crystal oracle, whatever you want to call and, it. And uh, you know, we anytime we see that, we learn different things, yeah, yeah, so it's uh. It's pretty cool. Uh, did you read Green Arrow and Green Lantern, or is that what I read? In front
1: Green, of yeah, I, I read both of them. So I read Green Arrow. Um, they, they're going back to their hippie ways with Green Arrow. Okay. He's calling people hey, fat man. cats. Yeah. Is he really? You, you fascist You're fat
0: cats. Scooby Doo. Wow. Hey man, hey, and man.
1: Uh, they're giving him a beard again. So that's um, something. Okay. <laughs> so. Oh, all right. That's cool. Yeah. It's, full it's,
0: beard, goatee, though. Yeah, like the whatever. What's yours
1: called? Uh, the the Van, Van Dyke. The Van Dyke? And uh, I guess they're giving him a Van Dyke. Okay. So. It's
0: cool. It's all the way all the kids, cool kids are wearing.
1: Now, Uh, it, it was okay. I, I didn't hate it. But uh, Green Lanterns, this I liked. Okay. Uh, Written by Sam Humphries and co-written by Jeff Johns. So you've got- No wonder you liked it. Uh, you've got Simon Baz and uh, Jessica Cruz, who are Earth's two newest Green Lanterns. Yeah. And there are a lot of Green Lanterns on Earth. So yay. Awesome. And uh it turns out that the Green Lantern Corps can't help him out, so they're gonna be um gonna be coached by the Justice League. It's
0: not a bad which coach. Which is
1: pretty cool. It's not a bad coach. So this is uh this is a thumbs up. This is pretty cool. Right,
0: big thumbs up. All right. Damn. Pick those up. All right. Well that's it for our new books. Uh so we're gonna run the interview we did with Scott Turstman. Uh-huh. Uh you can hear about the ins and outs of uh Gotham and, and stunt work. Yay. Stunt what, what's done like, doubling st- what's it like to stunt over for dino Logue
1: like, yes and, and, uh, and yeah,
0: gotta be a pretty tough job, I'm assuming, yeah, so you hear all that and uh and it sounds a little something like this, so we got a special guest here how we do sitting here to my left uh a man we left uh i mean we met what about a month ago or so um always always to making new friends. Mm. Uh, Mr. Scott Churston, who, <sighs> who we met at something called the Hold On Your Shorts Film Festival uh, that Mike and I we co-hosted. Yep. In Esri Park.
1: Well, we just emceed the award ceremony. I mean, let's not say we co-hosted the entire. And, event.
3: Oh no, we, no, you ran it. We like were the there top for they said they ran it. We handed out some awards. The whole thing would have fallen apart without you guys, man. I love.
0: Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> I love still. hearing that. That's the second time I've heard that mentioned. Um, in the same breath as our names, Mike. Yes. The other one was a a convention. I won't mention the name because because, or, or but we did. They mentioned that we saved it. I don't know if you remember this. Oh, which one? Oh, I will not <laughs> mention names. The uh, Central PA Comic Con at the panel. Didn't they mention that had we not? They they switched dates. Oh, that's
1: a lot right. Of stuff yeah, stuff kind of got oh, shifted around.
0: Yeah. Some guests dropped out, and they uh, and mm. the moderator at the panel mentioned that. We came in and by agreeing to show up for the new date, we saved the convention. But we were like, we ain't doing nothing that week yeah, either. So, yeah. so of course, we're, of course, we're going to do it. And uh, I was had, glad you guys oh, Ming, Ming there. was going to show
1: up anyway, so yeah, invited yeah. or not, I was going to show <laughs> up. We're just going to crash. Yeah. Ming, okay, Ming cool. brings his own card table to all these conventions.
0: Yeah, but with the film festival, uh, we all we, we always support local. Yeah, we, and with Kevin, you know, with Kevin as the guy signing checks, we also support film. Mm -hmm. So it was a good mashup of that. Uh, So we were fortunate to meet you there. Uh, We also found out, though, you had some superhero cred in many ways.
3: Yeah. Um, For the last year for season two, I was actually the body double stand in and did a little bit of stunt rehearsal uh, for the show Gotham on Fox, uh, specifically for Donald Logue, who plays uh, Harvey Bullock on the show. And uh, it was an absolutely amazing experience to be part of that entire world. You know, to be inside the GCPD, to see the stunts that were being done, you know, to hang out inside the Batcave. To steal some <laughs>
1: props, steal, you know, uh, go uh, ahead, yeah. sell them on eBay. Well,
3: see now, okay, now I got to give them back because uh, actually
1: this is mentioned. But, uh, yeah. Well, I mentioned yeah. it, you didn't, so that's good. So, I'm pleading the fix. Allegedly. 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 You can't Allegedly. prove
2: anything.
0: <laughs> Allegedly. To, uh, as a double, do you also give Ben McKenzie some crap, uh, the same amount of crap? That-
1: or at least to stunt double, you know, <laughs> screw you. Actually, yeah. his stunt double is a guy
3: named Turner. Turner's actually a really cool guy. All right. And Ben... You took a swing at him, though? Uh, no. Don't, I, take yeah, <laughs> don't, don't take a swing, no, no, take no, a swing no. at Ben. No, no. Don't take a swing at Ben. fastest way to get fired in a show like that.
0: Well, not even fired. He, he'll probably kick your ass. He probably could, yeah.
3: He, he looks but, pretty tough. Yeah, Him Jeez. and Chiklis. Michael Chiklis. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> nice, he, nice. Michael <laughs> Chiklis is one of those guys. He's the nicest guy on the planet to everyone but himself. Because if he flubs a line, he tears into himself like nobody I've ever seen. But anybody else, he I, laughs, he jokes, he will talk sports and, New-, and uh, New England sports with you till you're tired of it.
1: Here's the thing that really sucks, but because in my mind right now I'm trying to picture Michael Chickless, and I can, the, you know, the commish. But Wait, I, see, uh, I see the thing. You the first thing <laughs> that flashes into my is a picture of Rick Harrison from fucking Pawn Stars. I'm like, son of a bitch, he ruined Michael Chicklis for me. That bastard. So. Yeah, I would- like, the can, the stupid can, laughing at your own you jokes. You can. <laughs> That's so funny. I'm can, so
0: funny. You cannot not unthink that now. Yeah, yeah I know now. Nice and stuff. everyone out
1: there, I'm sorry for those of you listening. Now, every time you think of Michael Chiklis in popular, so, you know, you're, you're gonna see a, the you're, shield. You're gonna see. Uh, you're gonna see Rick Harrison. Like,
0: it's like a virus now. It is. Like like
3: so basically, Michael Chiklis will always be tied to. Yeah, you know, I don't know a lot about this, but I know a guy. So let me bring him in. You know, and then basically you'll have some random person that they'll have. You
1: know. All right. Well, and if Michael Chiklis ever needs a, a body double, Rick Harrison's available, I'm sure, because Chumley be. fucked it up for the Pawn Stars. So. Yeah. Now,
0: how'd you get into this? How do you get into uh, I know you act. You have a, uh, a wide and long list on IMDb if you want to check it out.
3: I've done some stuff. Yeah, I'm
0: grateful that way. But, but this is pretty unique, I would say.
3: What happened was actually this is not my first foray into DC. Uh about five years ago I was lucky enough to be one of the guys that was doing the fight scene at the end of Dark Knight Rises. So with the cops and the thugs and all that kind yeah. of stuff. So I Were you a what,
1: cop or are you a thug? I was a cop. All right.
3: But uh we did two days of fight rehearsal on that, two days of actual filming of it. Um it was a chaotic experience, but it was definitely worth it. Because how many people in life can ever say they fought alongside Batman? Right. Uh, But what ended up happening in this case is I'd been doing some double stuff, you know, occasionally piecemeal, uh, for certain people, Seth Rogen, a day or two here and there, uh, just as needed. And what happened was the guy that had the job last year, uh, ended up becoming one of the main cast members of the show, uh, The Outsiders in WGN. Right. So a spot opened up. And because I knew a lot of the people that were handling like the AD part of it and the production side of it, they decided if he grows out his hair a little bit, okay, we'll give him a shot. So the deal was I had to grow out a beard for a while, which was definitely worth that part of it. And, uh, yeah, that's how I ended up getting the job, but they had to interview me and ask me a bunch of questions. Uh, but, um, yeah, it was definitely, uh,
0: that, cool. was a, that was that was the main tenant. It was like, let's see uh, if you have good genes and you can grow.
3: <laughs> yeah, if you can grow a beard, yeah, I can't. You're so right. I'm out. <laughs> well, you wouldn't work for Donal anyway. No, uh, pro-
0: I probably wouldn't.
1: But you could be the stand-in for DB Wong.
0: I could. That would work. Yeah. yeah. I could. Oh, like in uh, oh, Jurassic Park.
1: No, no. Well, he was. He's <laughs> in. Um, forgot them. He Doctor he's Doctor Strange. Oh, that's Doctor. right. That's he's Hugo Strange, that. man. Which
3: was weird to see him look like that too. I mean, he looked like Doctor Strange, but it was just. It was odd because you know Hugo Strange. Actually,
1: they do call him Dr. He is technically Dr. Strange. On the show, he
3: was Dr. Strange. That's why I'm used to it. Um, but yeah, but it was weird because you know it from like Law and Order or Jurassic Park. And then you see him in Gotham and it's like a totally
1: different person. Did he, did he? Make you call him Doctor Strange. Uh, Like do not address me as anything but Doctor Strange.
3: The only I had like a one sentence conversation with him at the rap party. Uh because we never crossed paths really. Uh it was just enough to basically just say, you know, my girlfriend Robin is a huge fan of law and order and he's like, That's nice. Cool i'm gonna and go get a drink it. yeah that's basically it. i'm
0: um i gotta i gotta go take a piss yeah right. basically my way, yeah.
1: So you're, you're not the guy to get my car all right well I think, all right it's like and you who are you again you yeah know? oh man. i'm
0: donald Logue, jr yeah, basically yeah. Yeah. oh man the salmon pops are awesome by the way see you later yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're you're, um, you're
0: awesome with those dinosaurs
1: the yeah. uh <laughs> donald Logue, uh he he chatted with us he's <laughs> Uh, he's a huge comics fan yes. and
0: we, we yeah we we got more than one sentence with him yeah it was i, I, I didn't expect that a by cool the way guy. He's a it
1: very was cool guy. so weird and this is one of those times where it's like i i'm blessed to be a comic book man because we were at uh comic palooza down in houston yes and i had to choose between a conversation with donald loge or with uh joel joel um, Hodgson. yeah so i'm like Oh
0: crap. What, what, oh. le- what made you lean towards one rather than one of the,
1: uh, well, I mean, MST3K for God's sakes. Sure. And I would love to have him on, um, you know, any episode of comic book man. Right. That'd be fantastic right. to get Joel Hodgson here. But, uh, Don, when am I going to talk to Donald Logue again? Sure. And I mean, he was in grounded for life. He was in, he was in one of my favorite shows. That only ran two seasons. Life,
3: yes, okay. <laughs>
1: Which <laughs> you I love that show, I, man. Yeah, I, I'm telling <laughs> you, it is such a great show. It was so like pitch perfect yeah. for like the time in my life that I was like, this is a fascinating show. It was a for those of you who who've never seen it. It's it's a a, a cop who went to to prison for a murder he didn't commit, and he comes out and he he reached a, a um, they they uncovered evidence that he didn't do it. And uh he comes out with a shitload of the NY of the uh, LAPD's money. Right. And uh, most of their operating budget for that year, I'm sure. And uh his detective shield and he goes on to solve crimes in a Zen like manner. Hmm. So uh and Donald Logue played their uh their lieutenant. Okay. So, yeah,
0: I think the thing I-, I like about him, he can play hard ass, obviously on and- Gotham Gritty, Dark, mm-hmm. or he can be funny like in Grinded for Life. Yeah or like, Vampire and Blade. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, exactly.
1: I was like, what's Tracy e. Lord's really like? Yeah,
0: yeah. And, he, and he's got Geek Cred. Um, yeah. but, but he mentioned us, uh, he was a big Kevin Smith fan. Nice. so So uh, I, I don't know if he we ever went and checked out the show, but I, I think we made a little impression well, next on Next time I see him, I'll, I'll ask him about it. And yeah, he'll be was, like, who? <laughs> who? Yeah, was I, know, pretty-
1: I was drunk that day. <laughs> oh, yeah, Comic Palooza. Oh, yeah. That was Lost Weekend.
0: Yeah, Brian came over. It was cool. We had a little, uh, we were sitting around the table talking about for what, like 30 minutes? Yeah, or at least
1: a half an hour. It was pretty so, cool. Took he's away. like, I got to get back. Holy crap! I was supposed to be on. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was only yeah, supposed yeah. to be gone for like oh, three minutes. Oh my, That's God, the uh... thing
3: about Donald. He will talk your ear off.
1: Oh, he and but, we but we peppered cool, him though. with questions too. Yeah. So
0: yeah, now you mentioned yeah. your
3: stunt double. You said, well, I've done. I did some stunt rehearsal, but I was more basically the stand-in or body double. Okay, so I'm the guy that they would use during rehearsals when they're setting up right. lights and cameras sort and just like smacking that. you around a little bit. Oh, yeah. Okay. Good. Uh, tore a rotator cuff one episode. Okay. Yeah, but it's worth it because, like I said, it's. Freaking
0: cough! Wait, how did you tear your it,
1: cough?
3: What happened was during one of the rehearsals, uh, I had the drop fall a bunch of times. And
1: right, what does that mean? Uh,
3: basically, there was a point in episode three where he bre- where he breathes gas fumes. Okay, and he kind of passes out. So what ended up happening was I was rehearsing the drop, and they ended up doing it a completely different way, so none of it mattered. But I ended up actually just dropping and slapping my hand down when you're you're supposed to. Mm-hmm. And after ten or fifteen rehearsals, or whatever it was, I felt something snap yeah i felt i felt a little tiny tear and i forgot about
0: it they made you do it that many times
3: well during the rehearsal i was honestly i was also just having fun so i kind of you put this one on me a little bit but um yeah 10 or 15 times i must have done it maybe you you were treating
0: it like a bounce house like (laughs) (laughs) this concrete's all right i I didn't
3: feel good about that one let's do it again yeah and i kind of forgot about it so when i got off the ground i pushed off with that shoulder and then i just heard it (laughs) <laughs> and it, yeah, I was like, oh God. So, um, but you know what? Give it a couple of weeks, it heals. But, um, you know, yay for meds. Um, but yeah, it's it wasn't bad. Gotham or Dark Knight Rises was more challenging than Gotham was. How so? Um, it was a lot of it was. Have you seen the end of that movie? You saw the chaos that was happening there. Yeah,
0: uh, describe the scene just real quick. Okay. For who really uh, seen it?
3: Big dark dramatic thing. Bane has taken over. Uh, the cops have been underground for I think it was about three months, and all of us decided to take one final stand and walk towards our death. They actually told us you were walking to die. So it's a very somber, dark scene. Uh, and then out of nowhere, the Batwing comes down destroys the destroys the tumblers. And then we do a full out, straight up charge towards the thugs.
0: Yeah, and you're just a big, like, brave heart style. Yeah, yeah, and it was... Dark night.
3: To victory! and freedom! Sort of, yeah. Basically, yeah. yeah. And um, we realized we got a shot, so we're going at it. Yeah. But what was interesting was they brought in... Some people were brought in that weren't really supposed to be part
1: of the stunt crew. Oh, okay. So they but, actually, they they, they... they were friends of a friend. Yeah, or they, they <laughs> you know, broke people out of prison for this. Yeah.
3: Pretty much, you know. And it was one of those things that stunts aren't bad if they're controlled. Stunts are extremely dangerous when you have people that have never done it before because they try too hard. Sure. So That's they, what they
1: said about wrestling, too. So Yeah. yeah.
3: you know, I mean, I did something about six months ago, seven months ago. It was a minute and a half long fight scene with about 10 people. We did it straight through, very controlled, very safe. This one here, you ran face first into fear okay. because you didn't know who was gonna punch I got punched, kicked, elbowed, stepped on, knocked down. There was one point during all that some guy grabbed me by the arm after I fell on the ground, picked me up, and just took off running. And I to this day I have no idea who did that, but he saved me from being trampled.
1: Oh wow. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's that was Dark Knight Rises. So, for so- Big ups, because you could have been a footnote, <laughs> no no pun intended. So, you know? yeah, so these
0: stunt scenes uh, aren't as controlled as one might think, I guess. The, bi- Probably the bigger not. it is, the
3: more, con- the more dangerous it becomes like that. But okay. on Gotham, it was actually really safe. I mean, we had stuff where we were setting a guy on fire. There was, one ep- there was one episode where we drove a tractor trailer into a cop car, which, by the way, if you ever got to watch this stuff live, that is freaking cool. Yeah, you know?
1: I heard six guys died in that Blazing Saddles pie fight scene. That's amazing.
3: I heard eight, but yeah. I, right. I, I heard seven. So, yeah, all right. yeah. Well, I averaged it out. Yeah. So, but, um, hey, listen, you know, you, you write basically a letter to the, you know, to the family, say we deeply apologize for the inconvenience. <laughs> and, uh, there you go. <laughs> um,
2: here's a check for
1: $2.68. We're,
3: we're sorry for any inconvenience. Um, but yeah. So it's, that was Gotham. And that's what, like I said, season three is going to be starting again And about production will be starting in the next few weeks. Yeah. Um, and it was left open, wide open. With obviously, if you saw the last episode, you know all the monsters were out. You mm-hmm. may have heard Jerome Valeska. You know, you saw the clone Bruce. You know, obviously uh, uh, Jada Pinkett Smith, Fish Mooney is now back. Yeah. So there's a lot of wide open things that are happening in season three, and I'm excited for it. And it, the funny thing is, even though I get the opportunity to see what happens behind the scenes, to be able to read the scripts ahead of time, it's still new when I watch it.
0: Yeah, I think uh, well, yeah, you have more invested in it because you're a fan. Oh yeah, you're a fan.
3: I mean, well, Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill are my favorite Batman and Joker. Oh, so course. let's start there. Yeah, but um, so I've been following that series for, God, even since Adam West back, you know, when I was a kid, actually, well, watching the reruns in the '70s. So again, to be part of it is just. Phenomenal,
0: yeah. But now you're you're in freaking Gotham City now. I
3: know, you know, and it's neat because it's you get to see, like I said, everything being built. You get yeah. to see the magic behind it, you know. And the first day we blew open the door to the Batcave or became the Batcave, and you're just kind of walking around looking at this thing and thinking, this is where it all takes place.
0: And, uh, yeah, and, and and things like that. It's uh, superhero sets. Yeah. Uh, I mean they build them full scale, all out, de- like detailed to the nines. Gorgeous and. And there's so many things that
3: you'll never see that are done, you know. Like for example, there was a, there was one where Gallivan got arrested, and Alfred, by the way, played by Sean Pertwee, the mm-hmm. son of John Pertwee, okay. of the Third Doctor, which is a great conversation piece. Um, he was sitting there reading a newspaper, and the newspaper was in detail about everything yeah, that was going on. Like
0: got full on full on Gallivan, articles. Someone everything.
3: wrote articles. Yeah, but you'll never see. A I
1: had a lot of time. time. What can I say? Yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: So oh so you were the guy that wrote that. Yeah.
1: Oh, cool. yeah, so. yeah, exactly. It was So yeah. by the way, I should
3: mention there was a typo on um, yeah. um
0: But I think that's cool because uh stuff like that like yeah, like only people like you will only see and then if you take that it's only a fraction that'll actually appreciate it. Yeah. Most people are just there to kinda knock out the scene, I think, and uh you know and and move on and collect their paycheck. <laughs> You on the other hand have more you have a deeper appreciation, a deeper, appreciation oh, yeah. deeper meaning for I, these small details, which is pretty cool. I'm
3: grateful as heck. I mean, seven years ago I was selling life insurance on commission full time. You know, when I came into this the store the first time I was telling you this earlier, mm-hmm. I came in here back in like two thousand seven, two thousand eight yeah. in a full suit and tie, and I looked so out of place for you know a comic <laughs> book guy. But now it's like I live in this world. Yeah. And it is so cool. What what sparked the switch? Burnout. An, okay. You know, you eighty hours a week selling life insurance on commission is gonna take its toll on them sure. after a while. But I ended up actually just making a connection through Craigslist, which is sort of how was I it was. Was it
0: really it was you just went on Craigslist?
3: I saw basically an ad for somebody who's looking to hire some background people. Okay. There was a thirteen episode show called Lights Out with Stacy Keats that went nowhere. That's where I got my start. Yeah. But you start making connections, building rapport. That's where I met Chris Cullen. Okay, uh, and that's where actually uh, the Hang On to Your Shorts Film Festival. Yeah, uh, I was fortunate to actually do a stunt scene with him about a week and a half ago, where I ended up tackling him into about a fifty five, fifty six degree temperature water uh, for a film with Larry Rosen. So um, that was
0: pretty cool. Yeah, how do you, you know? get into stunt work? Is you know, f- uh, it's, I have a not not the normal path. Uh, you got to be like, hey, I want to get beat up and. In- and throw people all <laughs> Anyone want
3: to take a shot at my head? There's a little bit of a masochistic feel, I think, sometimes right. to this. But uh, what ended up happening was I have a, a bit of a martial arts background. And that Dark Knight Rises was my start because uh, I made a connection with someone who said – don't mention anything this is private but here's the private email address to the people that are casting this. Oh wow. Okay. Send them an, yeah, send them an email, let them know what you've got and things like that. And they brought me in, they brought a bunch of us in. And little by little they just kind of whittled out who they were going to keep, how they were going to run things. And uh yeah, so fortunately in the end of the movie you see me right before the fight starts and right when Batman and Bane start to fight, you will see my ass. You don't see my head, but you see my ass.
0: Yeah. So a stunt ass. Yeah, basically stunt ass. <laughs> you know, stunt Mike's been trying to get that. Gift, <laughs> yeah, my yeah, God. All you gotta do is go on Craigslist. Dude. All right. Well, Maybe, I'm going.
1: Uh, yeah, plenty, but I ended up last time I went on Craigslist ended up in the back of a van, chloroform. So gonna say, not gonna happen plen- again. Plen-
3: I apologize for that. Listen, uh, uh, it was a one time uh, thing. I didn't realize. It was a uh, plenty,
0: plenty of ads for stunt asses on Craigslist. Yeah. Plenty. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. You gotta yeah. pick the right one, Mike. That is. Yeah. That's you gotta weed them out. You gotta filter. But, you get filtered down, but uh, yeah. So that's uh, but that's pretty. Dramatic. Any horrific injuries? We, I, I, I've, I, I know guys who do their own stunts. So uh, uh, I met one. I, I just resaw one this weekend. Um, actor does his own stunts. I'm suffering from a concussion right now, so it's it's not. It is it, an extra element, is what I'm saying.
3: I've been okay for the most part. Okay, you know, I've gotten a couple of injuries here. You know, you get popped in the mouth, sort of thing. But uh, knock on wood, it's actually been pretty good. You know, nothing really, you know, per, no, definitely nothing permanent. You know, a couple of aches and pains all here and there.
0: All right, rub some dirt on it and keep going.
3: Basically, yeah. Um, I mean, with the shoulder, I didn't do anything really beyond that point. Yeah. Hit the doctor, got some meds, hit the medic, you know, handled some stuff that yeah, way.
0: Yeah, no, no, no problem at all. No.
3: But, um, you know, I mean, you hear stories about stuff like this, but honestly, it's very, very rare. You know, if someone ends up having some major injury or God forbid dies, mm. it's something that – happens in such a rarity right that it's kind of maybe blown I'm not going say blown out of proportion, but it gives the wrong impression that it happens a lot. Yeah. So
0: I hear you. So. Yeah, they're pretty they're 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 pretty adamant on safety. And yeah is a huge like thing. This. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Insurance is oh my god. Most of the people who own the you know uh production companies own the ins- you know, the are insurance companies. So yeah. it's something that a lot of people don't know. But
3: uh, But yeah, like I said, it's uh it's pretty safe and for, for big things, like for example, in episode five, they set a guy on fire. Right. They brought in a specialist.
1: For yeah, oh, sure, yeah. Someone <laughs> yeah. Or Someone. And not just a dude like, who likes fire. fire. Yeah. Yeah. All right, listen, All right, you're
0: going to run straight. Um, don't run left into the dry hay bales. Yeah. Run right. Into like where there's water and like or, we'll, we'll or jump
1: you- in Ming's arms. Yeah, That'd if you, you run the right, air. then we'll
0: put you out at the end. Yeah, listen. If but you run left, uh, could not, it might not end well.
1: We're gonna do
3: 30, 40 takes tops. I promise you. <laughs> but uh, no, listen, we'll be okay. Yeah. But no, but they bring in specialists for that. If they're throwing a guy out of a window, they got a specialist guy who does this kind of stuff. Right. You know, otherwise it's just basic stuff. I mean, a lot of it, I think, is more protection. Sure. You know where they need someone who has some experience, just in case something sure. happens. Oh, sure. You know, and that's the biggest thing. Yeah. You know, unfortunately, a lot of these you know studios have the money to be well, able to just say, "Yeah."
0: If you're gonna pick between the guy who's been set on fire like 50 times or the guy who's been set on fire like two, yeah, go, you know spend a little more. Well, they also get actually, the guy who's been set on 50 times.
3: It's my understanding. I could be wrong, but I believe what happens is on something like that, they also pay them per take. Like an extra oh, bonus, wow, like okay. $50, $100, $200.
0: That's sort of messing them up on purpose. <laughs> yeah, because they don't want to have the guy, you know,
3: <laughs> suffer anything major. Right, okay,
0: but, all right, good. Uh, you know, that's cool. Yeah, you SAG. Um, so but, as, uh, as uh, are you on set? How often are you... And said, it was
3: like, well, early how on. How often? A uh, couple, three, four days a week. Three, days I did five-day week? weeks periodically. Okay. But it's dependent on his schedule. Uh, a couple of times I did a little pickup stuff for Drew Powell, who p- plays Gilzean. Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drew's a cool guy. We like, lo- we love Drew. Yeah. Um, I
3: was hanging with him at the rap party. Um, I did some little tiny poop stuff uh, with Sean Pertwee. Who plays Alfred? Right. Um, Sean, like I said, who is the son of the third Doctor, Doctor, you know John Pertwee. Yeah. You're, and you're, trust-
0: you're a big Doctor Who. Yeah.
3: I've been a Whovian for a lot of okay. years now, so so that was a big nerd moment for me.
0: All right. Yeah. The yeah the whole uh, the whole stand in double thing uh, as always fascinating me. I remember um uh I, like the first big set I was around was Dogma. Okay. Yeah. Kevin invited me down. And um, I remember I I I got there and and I'm like, where is he? He's like, he's in his trailer. But I saw like they were setting up the scene, and there there were a bunch of people sitting that looked like the actors, Mm -hmm. but weren't them. And I'm like, what? I don't know what was going on. I was like, what the hell is this? Like, well, you know, we bring in other people, so Kevin doesn't have to sit there for five hours while they set up the lighting. Sure, set up. He's obviously in the tent. So that and then that that. So I started talking to them afterwards. I'm like, Mm -hmm. you know, how'd you get into this? Uh, Are you having fun? Um, I mean they literally just go out and uh and you know they'll find they'll find people that look like them that are reliable and will show up and,
1: and, and or, or who will do it for a bottle of wine exactly yeah well, no, I are, shake, I actually, no,
0: I'm like you know i um you know you know tell me but you know are, are you getting paid for this and mm. they're like yeah oh yeah, it's actually not bad I think there's a, a daily weekly or I don't know whatever it's really you,
3: you can make act, a full time salary on it yeah.
0: yeah you yeah, you really can so. so that's uh that's that's not a bad gig No. If you can get it. So, uh, BD Wong, if you're out there, um, I show up on time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, he works for wine. I do. I mean, I'll take money too. Um, I kind of eat a lot. So, if they can keep the craft services oh, fully stocked, which I always they always
1: do. They always do. And, and by hungry, he means his pockets are lined with tinfoil.
0: Yeah, but so. most importantly, I know
1: background people that do st- that basically yeah. will, uh, you know, <laughs>
3: they'll steal take, Yeah, take the backpack and shove it with granola bars. Yeah. So. But
0: most importantly, I can look Asian. Mm. So, BD Wong, you know. I'm sure he has. I'm sure whoever's his. I don't even know. Who I don't this know if, guy if he was. has one. Oh, but see this, uh, and then you know. Yeah. Uh, so this is. You actually look like a little bit like him too.
3: You have to grow. Yeah, if you can grow out, you know, the chin.
0: You know what? Uh, we that. can yeah. we
1: can get you some yeah some prosthetics. That'll be yeah. worth worth it,
0: man. Yeah. So I I always thought it was funny. Uh, the uh, I th- I was, I thought it was a cool job though. Oh yeah. Get to be on a film set. Um, Meet. Meet some of the actors, uh, hang yeah, on eat lunch with them. <laughs> eat lunch with them. Yeah, most of them are friendly. Uh, yeah. you know Dino Log, obviously friendly. Um and I,
1: I, Except on the set of Gotham where he's like, get off my yeah. fucking table, peon.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I thought that I thought that was cool. I thought, wow, yeah. what a what a cool thing.
3: Yeah, I'm very fortunate. And about then
0: about I would say maybe three years ago walked into uh you know Gwen where we do the podcast set <clears> where in and um where we talk around the table. I walk into that one day while they're setting it up. There's a dude that sort of looks like me stand, sitting in my spot. The a dude that sort of looks like Mike. Uh, there's a guy. I, I can't remember was wearing a, lo, a, a wig, trying mm. to look like Brian and Walt. And uh, they had hired doubles for us.
1: No, really. Yeah, it was really weird. And then the, the four of them walked in here. And they're like, hey, yeah, they I want to see in the place. Like, I'm like,
0: aren't you supposed to be sitting on set? <laughs> yeah, <it laughs> you was, look
1: nothing like me.
0: It was pretty funny. So, uh, yeah, the dude who's my – he's a little older than I am, a mm-hmm. um, little skinnier. But yeah, he's a. So he, they got was, doubles for you guys. But they, yeah, I know. Yeah, yes, I'm, it's crazy, right? I never, I never thought. To... I never would. Never would I have thought. Hmm. At, and like, I, I was like, shoot, my I'll sit there, I'll do it myself. But like, no, no, you don't. You have said to. this is the podcast. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So they really, you know, they they need hmm. to. Our uh, our our camera our director photographer is very good at what he does, mm-hmm. and he is very specific, and as such, it's very good. Uh, but he really wanted to get the lighting and uh, you know the angles correct. Mm. So yeah, they got <laughs> interesting <laughs> like, cool. freaking doubles for us. Also so they, trying- uh, they've gotten pretty much the same guys to come back year after year. Nice. So we only see them uh, you know once per summer. But it's pretty. <clears> but that that was like wow, man. Like, does this mean we've made it? Like, I don't. Kind of yeah. It's like you know, I
3: don't want to deal with this right now. So you're gonna shoot from behind me. I'll be in my trailer. You know.
0: Yeah. Or uh, this is our trailer. This yeah. Is it. congrats. Uh, <laughs> this uh, this, uh, this Bountiful store you see here. Hey, listen. This is a trailer, and what a trailer it is! Exactly. The bathroom could use some work.
1: Yeah, well, it's not our bathroom, so.
0: Yeah, and and I wish instead of the little mini cans of Pepsi, they had the full size ones, but that's a that's a Walt Flanagan thing. So, so um, but yeah, yeah, but
1: you drink two of them, so you're fine.
0: Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, exact, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, Is there do do anything else? Uh, yeah, like pitch action-wise. some stuff. Or I know you all, yeah, you're also yeah, it with, out with the film festival. You do a lot of things. Yeah, uh, yeah this um, is your chance to...
3: I have a film that's premiering next week at the Hoboken International Film Festival. And what's it called? It's called After the Outbreak. Okay. Uh, includes uh, Debbie Twist from the Kick-Ass Movies. Yes. Nice. Um, I'll play a reporter. I will tell you right up front, uh, if you want to see me die, you will see me die.
1: Yay! Yay,
3: you know. Um, expendable Guy number three. Yeah. But, um, is that what
1: you're credited as? Not, nice. not a
3: reporter, actually, but uh, I'm in the trailer too, but... Um, but that'll be 10 o'clock at the Hoboken International Film Festival Monday night, cool. in Middletown, New York. Um, I just finished up uh, a prequel, like I said, the stunt thing for another film from Larry Rosen. I don't think it has a name yet. Where, like I mentioned, I tackled Chris Cullen in yep. Pond of Porter, right? You know, a lot of rehearsal on that, and then it was just it was muddy, it was cold, and it was very, very glad to be out of that one. So it was, it was like, Ed,
1: like Ed Wood, you know,
3: basically, yeah. It's a little better. Than that. Well, hey, shake hey, him okay. around. Yeah, Make yeah. it like he's killing you.
0: Hey, hey man, suffering of- <laughs> suffer from
3: the craft. Man. Hey, listen, it's okay. I mean, like I said, I compare it to eighty-hour weeks. You know, with oh, people yeah, across that's the that's kitchen right. table looking at you. Like, why are you trying to sell me something? Yeah,
0: no comparison. Oh
3: God.
1: Um, well, I'm sitting here looking at all of your uh, your it's since 2000 2010 all of your IMDb credits. Very impressive body of work. I mean, uh, in six short years, it's like holy Christ. Yeah, do you sleep? You. No, like, well, right, I'll leave on set, basically yeah. between takes. But right, yeah, and
0: more importantly than the actual paper resume or the connections you make. Oh, yeah. people-wise,
3: you know, it, the really weird thing is, and I'm going to mention this because um, America's Got Talent premieres this week. Uh, is I did America's Got Talent last year uh, for season 10. One and done, just kind of a okay, thing. sure. But all of that came about because of the connections that I made through like College Humor, sure. you know, and little things here that that actually came through a Craigslist, Dad, also. Cause they were looking for some stuff yeah, okay. and you just build from there. Cause you never know who will feed what. And that's the sure. coolest part of that. Yeah. You know, I mean, if I wasn't riding, you know, on a bus in front of Chris Cullen, I wouldn't be here right now. Right. You know, going to lights out that one day. Um, Larry Rosen and I have worked together on a lot of projects. So a lot of the IMDB mm-hmm. credits are a lot of films from him. Uh, we met through a project he was doing in Teaneck. And since I'm in Burton County, I'm just like, yay, a local trip. Yeah. You know, I don't have to exactly. go to New York City. I'm in Bergen County it's, right, it's exactly. local. And um, six years later, we're still working together. So you never know, you know, especially, I mean, obviously with Kevin, what a great example of that. Sure. You know, I mean, just the connections that are made little by little and just how it stays throughout the years. You know, try think, to,
0: this is why I try to make friends with everybody. I mean, I think
3: you—you, <laughs> you I think what twenty years ago, you were handling a fan page or yep, something. Yep, exactly. Like you yeah, know, you and, just
0: never know. But in the end, though, uh, all of this has resulted because we love doing what we do. So yeah. You know, you, instead you know, of selling insurance, you're like, "I'm going to do something I like doing." It's you life's you know, too short I'm, to.
3: Yeah, I'm grateful team. as heck you know and in a really weird way i ended up meeting a girl named robin who i've been who actually we just celebrated our 4 month anniversary congratulations yeah um you, robin keep,
0: her name's robin robin yeah
3: <laughs> i know bad man but uh yeah you met robin at uh at hang on to your shorts Mike.
1: and um lovely woman
3: yeah and um she is and she's probably going to listen to this when it comes out so so yeah appreciate this get in there man Hi, sweetie. but yeah that came about because of A picture that I had on Facebook, and she's like, "Wow, he looks cute." And she was
0: Donald. She, 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 I I, I
3: had had the beard at the time, yeah. So I um, had posted it up there, and she was looking to make connections in the industry because she's a veterinary surgeon, but she had done a couple of things here and there, and um, so she was looking to add make a couple of connections and sent me a friend request. And I'm like, "Well, she's cute, so you know what? Why not?" (laughs) And that's how it started. So how weird is that? So you know, like I said, you never know what will feed, you know, what will feed you into something
0: else. That's awesome. Uh, are you are you on online social media? Where, oh, where yeah. do we find you? Uh,
3: I'm the only Scott Churchson in the country. Okay. So my last name is C H U R C H S O N. Okay. Uh, so I'm on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, um, LinkedIn, if anybody still uses that. <laughs>
0: okay.
3: Um, I right, know yeah,
0: you cover the major ones. Yeah. So,
3: so um, but yeah. Um, yeah, follow me ask me questions if you guys if anyone's listening and you want to ask me questions by all means fire away i'm cool with it
0: okay um, Cool. Oh, and we'll yeah. see uh we'll see you on the screen big and small yeah awesome thank, thank you man thank you. thank
1: you scott thanks for coming in man appreciate it have a good one
0: all right and we're back <laughs> so uh, thanks that, scott appreciate thank, yeah, it thank you for coming in uh i got one more story before we get out of here cool. uh are you a friend of star wars mike uh, duh. well they have come up with another way to take your money of course they are, have. They are accurately 3D printing props. So they're screen accurate. They're calling it the Star Wars Collectibles Ultimate Studio Edition. Uh, they are made-to-order replicas that will come with custom display pedestals packed in branded wooden crates that are inspired by the real crates used to ship uh, the film props. Okay. Each one is custom-built to accommodate the shape of the replica inside. And uh, they are uh, – we've worked extremely hard to create something that we know would make fans and filmmakers proud – um, I mean, you're basically owning a piece of the movie, although it's not the screen-used one. No, but it might as well be there.
1: It's it's an exact 3D duplicate 3D printed
0: exact exact duplicate of the prop.
1: Pretty badass. I'm sure great. it's gonna it's gonna have a price tag commensurate with that.
0: Collectibles range from twelve fifty to over three thousand dollars for these rare pieces. Uh, I saw a picture say they have like Ray's staff, they have Darth Vader's burned-up helmet. Yeah, they have with um, the skull
1: inside. I think.
0: That would be cool. Yeah, be they cool. have the uh, uh, what's it Finn's first order stormtrooper helmet with like the the one with the blood, the blood on it, blood okay. on it. It looks pretty cool. They do and look I can, pretty cool. It's just like, come on, like take seriously, like take my money even more.
1: Yeah, of course they're gonna take your money if you're if you're doling it out, they're taking it, man. But this could change
0: a lot of things. Uh, every movie could potentially have this. That'd these, be cool too. Kind of props, and
1: if you've got a laser um, a 3D printer, yeah. Yeah. And can do it, you know, to scale and accurately. Yeah, and, paint cool. and,
0: and Sure. I mean, these would be like the definitive prop replicas.
1: Right. The definitive. With the COAs and everything, so. Yeah,
0: and, you know, hefty price tag. So what I'm telling you kids out there who might be listening to this show, <laughs> save your pennies. Save your You're money. You're going to want these. You're going to want them in a bad way. Of course you will. Yeah, so. Uh, all right, so thank you for listening. Yes, yes thanks, uh, folks. We got that's what we got this week. Um, if you're if you're around this weekend, uh, you might see me at Awesome Con on Friday. I, uh, talk. You're going way. to Philly, aren't talk you? My way, and then this Saturday is the big Wizard World Philadelphia Comic Con, where multiple luminaries, pop culture geek luminaries, will be. Just to name a few, uh, pretty much all the Avengers except for Robert Downey Jr. and Scarlett Johansson will be there. So we're talking <clears throat> Tom Hiddleston, Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth, Sebastian Stan, Anthony Mackie, Haley Atwell. Uh, I, um, Stanley Tucci. Stanley Tucci. I'm missing some Dominic so Cooper. Yeah, Dominic you're Cooper. missing a bunch of people. Uh, plus, uh, if you like Back to the Future, Leah Thompson, um, Christopher Lloyd, and Michael J. Fox. All right. If you like The X-Files, Mitch Pileggi, William B. Davis, David Duchovny. Wow. Wow um
1: jillian anderson gonna be there no jillian anderson oh, she
0: should have i don't know why uh, probably why she's not coming something uh steven will be there i mean it's a geek's paradise okay right now it, it is literally Chan. well I, i'll be wandering not officially around, i'm not officially while uh, we're wandering around uh, cool. acting a fool so i'll be around there as well and then i'm swinging <laughs> this is my schedule Going you know, awesome con for friday swinging up to philly on saturday then back to AwesomeCon for the official after party. So oh, dear God. We'll be man. at the Hard Rock Cafe from nine nine PM to two AM. Right. I, yeah, I'm friends with the guy. He's put he put me on the list. Friends just, with a guy. Who am I to say no to this?
1: Uh you're nobody to say no. Exactly. Well, uh, I if I was nobody, I wouldn't be on the list. That's true.
0: So yeah. So come out, hang out. And uh <laughs> if you're not doing that next weekend, we'll be at the Harrisburg Comic Con. Harrisburg Comic Con. Me, you, Brian Johnson. I know. And Katrina cool. Law.
1: And Katrina Law. Yeah.
0: If you if that doesn't get you out. I don't know what will. All right. So, so, all right. Thank you for listening, everybody.
1: And there you go. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at smodcast.com.